0: month.
1: Welcome to Books and Beyond with your host, Alison.
0: Join us for half an hour of information, entertainment, reading recommendations and beyond. Brought to you by Auckland Libraries. I know this girl, and she works in a library, yeah, standing there behind. No, my
1: hi, mai, kia ora, and welcome to our Books and Beyond Waitangi Weekend Special Edition. This is your host, Alison, and I'm joined in the studio today by my two fabulous colleagues. I have Inika, who's a Reading Engagement Specialist, and Sue, who is the Auckland Library's Principal Oral History Advisor in the Heritage and Engagement Department. So kia ora, kōrua. Kia ora. Kia ora, Alison. It's really good to have you both here with us today. Now, um, Waitangi Day is a a national holiday that commemorates the the signing of the Treaty of Waitangi between Tangata Whenua and the Crown in 1840. Um, Now, this year... um, as we, we know, things are, are still quite tricky. So, unfortunately, the events that were planned for Okahu Bay and Monaco have had to be cancelled due to COVID. But um, one good thing that's still happening is that you can still see the Harbour Bridge Vector Light Show. <laughs> and this year's lighting display, it's been designed to represent the locations where the treaty was signed and some of the signatories who signed it. Now um, it runs. It's running for a week, so it starts at nine pm and goes till midnight. Um, it, now it will finish midnight on Monday, the eighth of February. It's well worth um, either a real or a virtual look, um, and it's all over Instagram and other social media. I must. admit, I was going to try and have a look last night, but um, I couldn't stay up late enough. <laughs> yes, so. But I'll definitely give it a go.
2: Nice. there's lots weekend. of good vantage points as well that you just yeah, got it from.
1: Yeah, and as we we're saying, these evenings are so beautiful, aren't they? So, now, um, even though the signing of the, the treaty is celebrated on one day, so that's the 6th of February, or on one weekend this year, due to that thing that we have called um, Monday-ization, mm-hmm. I can never say that word. Oh, I oh. need to practice it. Um, so, but even though it's a, a one-day thing, we at the libraries uh, this year have decided to celebrate the signing of the treaty all through February this year. Yeah. So it's going to
2: be a month. Yeah, I like that. Um, well, it's kind of nice to see Waitangi Day as a springboard into learning and rather than sort of a start and a quick finish. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, whether we um, identify as Tangata Whenua, Pākehā or here in Aotearoa, um, every person's own kind of knowledge and perspective and levels of understanding around the treaty and what it means to them and to their whanau or to their community will really depend on so many variables Mm -hmm. and maybe also how often we we check in with it and... um, and, uh, yeah, reflect and sort of reassess what we know about it. So it's really important, I think, to um, to use this time to revisit and just to keep learning rather than mm. sticking with what you think you know mm. or what you've already decided is, is the way it is in your own head. So, yeah, that's what we would really encourage you to do mm. during this time. Um, with that in mind, and definitely before we start, we, we should say that we're not claiming to be um, treaty or titiriti mm. experts here, um, but we're going to do our best to point you in the direction of some resources that we hope you're going to find useful for your own learning. And, of course, you know that you can come to Auckland Libraries and get um, more expert advice from us. Um, we can offer, as well, more personalised assistance with research um, into whakapapa if you are looking at treaty settlements and... Um, and you can get help as well with accessing our Māori Land Court records, Waitangi Tribunal reports and we also have um, an e-resource called Iwidex, which is an index of Māori tribal history, tikanga iwi and whakapapa. So if you are interested in that and would like to take this opportunity this year to kind of delve deeper into that, do visit our website and search for Māori services and you'll find out more about our specialist research services in that area.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's a continual learning
2: process, isn't
1: it? I mean, I must admit, as a Pākehā uh, New Zealander, I feel that my role um, during Waitangi commemorations is to listen, um, to look and to learn and actually to stop talking, which I know
0: is a bit hard today, but um, (laughs) I promise I'll, I'll... um, stop after this yeah <laughs> so, I mean I, I, yeah. I agree with you I think that um this time is a, a refocus a time to kind of really look at uh at where we are and what we know and to acknowledge that it's a that we're on a journey with with learning uh in relationship and that uh, yeah this is a good time to give that focus um yeah, priority, yeah, priority yeah. Mm. Right. as it as it should be
1: mm. yeah and um if you um visit the the libraries over the next month you'll see lots and lots of book mm. displays um curated video content on our digital screens that has come courtesy of Nga Tonga sound and vision um the national film archives so there's so much there um and Check, um, come in and visit or check out the Facebook pages for more details. Now, Enika and I have been looking at the updated edition of Claudia Orange's Illustrated History of the Treaty of Waitangi, Te Tiriti
2: or Waitangi. Um, it's really exciting. That's right and it's hot off the press Mm. just published in 2021 so this is our our top pick really. Um, It's a classic um, but it's also new again this year. Um, It's been fully updated and this is an update of the illustrated history um, rather than the original from 1987. So this is now available online at the libraries as part of our Bridget Williams books Treaty of Waitangi collection and we have plenty plenty of print copies on their way to the library shelves too. I think there was a little holdup with printing, mm. all COVID-related again, but it is winging its way to our shelves and we have lots of copies coming. Now, um, Dr. Claudia Orange's writing on satirity or the Treaty has really contributed to New Zealanders' understanding of the Treaty for so mm. long now, for decades. As I said, the first non in version was published in 1987 and she won multiple awards for that. And it's had several updates in the meantime. In this newest edition, she's really bringing the narrative right up to date. She um, includes information about recent Waitangi tribunal work, um, covering some major developments in iwi claims and treaty settlements. So some examples that listeners might be familiar with include the establishment of personhood Mm. for the Whanganui River and Te Uruwera, Also applications of customary title for the foreshore and seabed. Um, It also looks at progress on the open Y262 claims around uh, mātauranga and taonga Māori. So around traditional knowledge and intellectual property rights over indigenous flora and fauna, cultural ideas, design, language and much, much more, particularly around the environment as well. So Mm. important right now. So, yeah, that's a particular interest to librarians. I was going to say, it's a really
0: critical (laughs) um, treaty claim for libraries,
2: eh? Absolutely, absolutely. So, one that we are always looking at with Mm. great interest. Um, in the very final chapter of the book, it um, includes mentions of the rise in popular support for land protests at Ihumato, um, you know, particularly arising in 2019, and also the iwi work on managing health and safety um, for Tangata Whenua in particular around COVID nineteen. So it's oh. really very, very current. Yeah, yeah really so it's up-to-date. literally just come off the <laughs> not the typewriter, but yeah, and straight into the presses. So that's wonderful. And um, there's loads of um, colour illustrations, lots of photographs, maps, um, really wonderful digital um, copies and translations of the original treaty documents. And there's new research on those who signed it as well, um, conducted by by uh, Dr. Orange. Um, this book is really very comprehensive and detailed. And I think that if you do get the illustrated version, it might help to give readers a little bit of a breather because, you know, the, there is a lot of text, but um, the nice thing is that there's, all the images, you know, it's not done in little colour, you know, little colour sections. It's all mm-hmm. right through the book. So, yeah, uh, I think they will really help to give some additional info and some context some visual interest as well. So, a really, really valuable update to this is one of our most important scholarly texts in Aotearoa around treaty. Um, yeah, so yeah. there's a little tip there about if you do want to know more about the history of the treaty... And its continuing relevance, you can search the Treaty of Waitangi Collection in our catalogue and get those digital copies. Um, they're available all the time with no wait. And there's other featured titles. will include um, Tangata Whenua, a history by Athol Anderson, Judith Benny and Aroha Harris. Some yeah, wonderful stuff in there. <clears throat> so great tip. Thanks
1: for that. And and just getting back to Dame Claudia Orange, um, she's had a lifetime of engagement with the Treaty. So we're you know looking at eighty years or so. And her father, it's a very interesting story. Her father was Monty Bell, who worked for the Department of Maori Affairs in Gisborne as a policy analyst, and he was fluent in Te Reo Maori and um, so much of Claudia's earlier learning was received around the kitchen table. Um, Mm. She was observing her dad at work and they had a lot of visitors apparently to their Gisborne house. People like Fina Cooper, and um, really important aspects of the relationship between Maori and the Crown would often be hashed out over over dinner. Mm. And her dad, when she was a teenager, her dad took her to Bastion Point, so that was in 1952. um, Um, issues that were rising there um, and she observed um, the absolute injustice of what was happening to Ngāti Whātua at that stage. Um, She said also that um, she observed the irony of Pākehā working in senior roles in the Māori area and um, partially because not all of them were sympathetic to the Māori experience. But I guess it was also just looking through things with a different lens, you know, and she was really aware of all of that very early on. Um, But um, her father, um, even though he was Pākehā, he could see the social injustice that had existed really from the moment the colonial settlers arrived here on these shores. And um, when her her book, the, the Treaty of Waitangi, came out in 87, there was only oth- one other book on the treaty, and that had been written in 1914.
2: It's quite mind-blowing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah.
1: extraordinary. So she really started, or was on top of a wave, and now there are about 4,000 um, books about the treaty, so that's... Great, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: Lots to discover. Lots of learnings. I was at yeah. a conference recently where um, some uh, Pākehā woman asked about what was a good text, you know, as a oh. starter if you wanted to engage with Te Tiriti issues or learning. And actually, the Tangata Whenua book that you mentioned earlier, The History by Ethel Anderson, Judith Binney, and Arua Harris, was the recommended sort of top tip for a broad understanding. But of course, Claudia's Oranges' work on Teteriti specifically. Mm.
2: um, It's very exciting
0: to have this update and so so current. Read them in partnership. Exactly, Mm. yeah. Take them both on. It's good to have that suite of
1: of resources that are are at our fingertips really, isn't it? Absolutely. And um, also getting back to the Bridget Williams books, um, the BWB Texts, Collection um, is very very useful, and that's available on the Auckland Library's website, and it provides users with unlimited access. It's um, cross searchable. It's um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's responsive to mobiles. It's it's really user friendly and um the bwb texts are are short books on big subjects from great new zealand writers and it's always um being updated Mm. so it's it's really a fantastic resource so um we have yeah so there's some some um now these i'm just got myself slightly confused these Mm. are the ones that we've so we've got what happened at waitangi also by Cla- Claudia Orange, um, new myths and old politics, the Waitangi Tribunal and the challenges of tradition, and that's by Sir Tippany O'Regan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, imagining decolonization um, with uh, many, many fantastic authors. When I said I was confused, those are the ones that we've got at the moment, Well, aren't yeah, they? There's some over 80. yeah, there's
2: actually yeah. over 80 books in the BWB texts collection. So these are just a, f- a handful of um, books that, that touch on treaty matters or cover treaty matters. Um, and there's more coming That's right, yes. in yes. 2021, 2022. But um, really, the whole collection is worth exploring um, yeah. because and actually a lot of the topics covered are tangentially um, connected. So, yes. I mm. topics of climate change, um, health. Yeah, lots of um, additional... yeah. So I yes. think really dive in mm. and, and take yeah. your interest where it takes you. Yeah. And because yeah. it's
0: constantly being updated mm.
2: really, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Kia ora, yeah.
0: Inika, for making that connection too on the sort of tangential aspects mm. of uh-huh. relating to titility and, um, you know, decolonisation was one of those texts and anti-racism and it was great to see, I, I noticed at Newland Library, um, one of the librarians there, Kristen Joy, has, has oh, put yeah. a fantastic uh, display together and pulled some resources of mm. books that have this year a focus on decolonization and anti-racism so you can if you're lucky enough to live in the west or (laughs) if you want to go to visit newland library you'll find um, a lot of those resources there yeah fantastic they do a wonderful job out there Kristen
2: in particular
0: yeah yeah I oh, noticed I that, would. can I add an, an another extra yes, you know, kind of event at this point? Go for so, it. also at Newland Library, um, and at the end of February, they are hosting a all-day uh, te tiriti workshop run by, um, uh, for tau or Pākehā, mm-hmm. uh, to explore further or more deeply uh, treaty history and our relationship with it so that's on the 20th of February it starts at nine o'clock so I think um, probably if you just google Newlin or mm. uh, Tangata Tiriti are uh, the hosts you'll be able to find that workshop and it's free which is fantastic so oh,
1: that's wonderful
0: mm. what an opportunity
1: mm. that's going to be a, a good day isn't it um, so then we've got a couple of um,
2: other treaty reads to recommend um, yes, that's right. We it, um, Obviously, we've c- covered some more scholarly texts. Um, we've also covered some short ones. Here's one um, for the kids, but I think actually a lot of people would enjoy um, exploring this book. Um, you may have seen it already um, coming home from school. Uh, it's called The Treaty of Waitangi, and it's a graphic novel um, by Toby Morris with Ross Kelman and Mark Derby. Derby? Derby? Derby. Derby. There we go. Um, it was originally, this book was originally produced as a school journal um, or two school journals for primary school students. Um, the graphic novel has the facts of Te Tiriti and the Treaty in plain language. It covers the signing of the Treaty and what has happened afterwards. Um, it's filled with the illustrations of Toby Morris and um, you'll be familiar with this work, perhaps um, from looking at the spin-off um, website. Um, and more, more recently, um, he's become very famous for his work sharing COVID-19 health and safety information um, using his animations alongside Dr. Susie Wiles' um, text. Yeah. So um, he's really got a lovely illustrative style. Yeah, it's it very is, isn't engaging, it? um, inclusive and friendly. Mm. Yeah, it's really quite, uh, he's got amazing expressions on his, mm. um, his characters' <laughs> yeah. faces for quite a simple style. And I
0: like how his digital work, so, you know, has, comes to life, you know, he brings, yeah. just mm. just quite subtly but it's sort of enough out of his illustrations to that's right. yeah, make yeah. them work
2: in that space. He's yeah. very talented. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's a, a great one, isn't yeah. it? It covers, um, it's got a helpful timeline in there of events and it's also bilingual, so you just flip the book over to switch between the Te Reo Maori text and the English text, so that's pretty handy. I think, as I said, lots of are going to love this it's really not just for the kids so yeah a little primer Mm, dive into that one
1: and then there's another one um we're talking about a bit earlier the um the Treaty of Waitangi Companion um Maori and Pākehā from Tasman to today and this is the one that was edited by Vincent O'Malley but um also other um editors Bruce Sterling and uh Wally Penetito and now this one it's not totally new came out in 2010 but um We've found that um, it's a very good one for um, students and general readers. It's a very solid sort of comprehensive book. It's a bit of a chunk, isn't it? It's 400 yeah, pages. A <laughs> um, but we've got plenty of copies spread out across the Auckland Library. So I think it's um, really worth having in conjunction with, with some of these other resources. Um, it's got so it's it's got diaries, poems, songs, cartoons as um going back because the cartooning history is, is so important mm. um and but it's it is sourced from government publications newspapers um etc so it's um yeah it it gives you many voices about the relationship between maori and and the crown over the over the years Absolutely. over the past two hundred years I guess mm-hmm. yeah so that's
2: one we'd we'd certainly recommend absolutely you should be able to find that in most of your libraries just straight on the shelf and um, it's held in our non-fiction section and also in our Maori, uh, Maori collections so you'll find it in in a couple of different places you can find it on the catalogue and of course ask your librarians if you're having any issues finding it yeah yeah and we'll put all
1: these titles on our show notes too, so oh, I'll
0: be great, yeah. and, and and I could add one too. Oh, to, please do um, a title. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to see uh, the reference to the Toby Morris. Uh, um, animation um, talking about Ross Coleman being involved with that yes, production too yes. because he would have done the translation work into the real. so um, it's, oh, his, yes. it's his major skill base which has just been um, put to work on uh, this incredible translation of a manuscript uh, on the life of Te mm. Um it's told by um, it's written by his son Tamihana Te Raupraha, oh. and Auckland Libraries has had um, a lucky enough association with Ross in bringing this book to life, because we in fact hold the original manuscript mm-hmm. in our heritage collections, um, and Ross was um, some years ago an Auckland Libraries Heritage Trust scholar who came oh. to spend time with with the manuscript mm-hmm. um, in the in the writing of this in, in this book that has just been published. Uh, I think it was uh, at the very end of last year, celebrated mm. uh, in a, at an opening. Um, and in the process of a relationship with Ross, we've been able to have a interview, a podcast interview with him oh, with Honorary Royal. And you can listeners can hop across to the um, Kura Tuturu Real Gold playlist on the Auckland Libraries podcast platform uh, to find that interview. Um, but um, additionally, coming your way shortly will be. Um, a publication of the talk that he gave yesterday at Tarmaki Pathak Accorded or the Central City Library as part of our Heritage Talk series, so that um, will be available too um, on the Heritage Talks podcast platform, part of Auckland Libraries. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. and it's a wonderful, wonderful publication. I um, bought a copy yesterday. Yeah, um, it looks beautiful. It's a beautiful it? production. Wow. Um, timelines and maps uh, illustrated as well, published by Auckland University Press, hardback, at the very good value of $60 in bookshops. now.
2: yeah. Yeah. And of course in our libraries.
1: Yes. And of course in our libraries. What a um, beautiful resource. Now, um, interesting in the news this week, um, they've been talking about the proposed... Uh, new history curriculum in schools. So um, basically, from next year, uh, New Zealand schools will finally be teaching the you know the good, the bad, and the ugly of our history. Um, so the um, the curriculum or the, the draft curriculum has gone out for consultation. Mm. Um, And uh, it's looking as though it's going to be really interesting, isn't it? Um, And so you were saying earlier that um,
0: there's going to be quite a um, a regional and local Mm. focus. Yeah, I think that there's there's an increased understanding that uh, some of the, you know, there's sort of meta-narratives or meta-histories of of our nation's story, including, of course, Te Tiriti as part of that. But actually... um, often people are most curious about relating to events and and, and and things that have happened around them in their own locality and their place yes. of where yes. they're living. So, a lot of the New Zealand curriculum is already geared towards, you know, who am I and where am I from and, yes. and, 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 and what where do I live kind of thing, you know, what's around me. So, um, I'm glad to see that in the history curriculum, they're going to give some regional and local focus to the learning of those places. Mm. Um, um because I think it you know, it makes kind of sense, doesn't it, really? It, it really does. Really, really does.
1: Mm. Yes. And different areas have such sort of unique stories. Stories right. Yes. Mm. And even though I suppose the broader um concepts of injustice or would would be the same, but the the different stories, yeah. That's right. I feel quite excited about it to be really honest. Mm. And I I'm glad glad to see this development.
2: Yes.
0: In our yeah, education system. So we'll watch the space and see. We will, and yeah. I'm sure we'll see some you know some more publications coming out to support or going to um, certain you know heritage collections that yeah. have perhaps sat a bit dusty on shelves, uh. and blown off, and more engagement in in, in oral history or, or you know relationship with um, with iwi and hapu in particular areas uh. who can um, have an opportunity who more formally perhaps share their story into um, into the curriculum space too. I think
2: that's yeah. Absolutely. It's, um, It really does mean a lot when you can hear it, not from the horse's mouth, but mm. straight from the people mm. who are most affected. Exactly.
1: exactly. Mm. That's right. Absolutely. Well, now, we've got another hot tip, haven't we? We're doing well with our tips today. <laughs> yes. So if you're um, heading off on a, a trip or, or two this year, um, um, you might want to... Um, uh, consider visiting um, the museum that was opened in Waitangi in 2016 and that's uh, Te Kōngahu Um and it tells stories of Waitangi and the relationships forged since the signing of the Treaty of Waitangi. It's beautiful up there. It mm-hmm. really is is something um, and the, the Waitangi National Trust Board uh, has a wish that every um, New Zealander visits that beautiful area one, at least once during their lifetime mm. to learn more about the history of our nation and, um, and that they they want everyone to leave with a sense of pride and I think they're doing a fantastic job. It's, it's really something.
0: Mm, it's got all the elements, hasn't it, of a, of a good exhibition? With yes, the sound does, and the yes. visual. It's, um, there's all sorts of levels in which you can engage with the information. Yeah. Um, it's so fantastic.
2: I'm highly overdue to go back up to the, <laughs> that area. It's been a very long time. I think the last time I was up there was for history.
1: Oh, um, right.
2: it's the sixth form of history. Yeah, <laughs> That was only about five years ago, right. wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yes. sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then you might, if, if you're down in Wellington, um, a, a must-see is the He Tohu exhibition, um, and it's permanent there, and it's housed in a dedicated space at the National Library in Wellington, and it's actually got the original treaty documents um it's and um you'll also see the 1835 declaration of independence um and also oh what was great because i've been and you see the women's suffrage petition of 1893 so there's um it's all free and there's an audio tour but it's another thing that has the most beautiful sort of it's a multimedia multi um experience and I found it very moving Mm. was was really really something Mm. so that's probably something else we could put on our
2: on the agenda absolutely (laughs) yeah and if you can't make it down to Wellington they do have a wonderful website with lots of resources too so yeah for those of you are maybe not heading down there check out the Hatohu website as well yeah
1: fantastic for students and for all of us for the general population well look this has just been Wonderful to talk about all these rich resources that we have. Um, I'm thinking that I'd like to finish today's program with a whakatoki. Um, so I'll, I'll give it a give it a go. Awesome. E kore e ngaro ngā tapu wai i e ngā wā o mua he arahina whina ki te huarahine nei nei hangaia. Tato etato ano. We can never erase the footprints of our past, for they lead us to the paths of the future we carve for ourselves. That's mm. a really nice oh, it's one, isn't it? It's great, yeah. It's yeah. So look, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um Sue, so it's been really nice to have your input. Really enjoyed that and I've learned a lot. Yeah. So thank you once again. Um, to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. Um, happy reading and just enjoy and explore. Be kind to yourselves. Hidera kakite Ano. I'm giving you a long every day.
0: Every day